0: hello everybody welcome to the flow track podcast i am Livek pone and of course i'm missing my special guest Ashley Titians, she's actually in Orlando. We're about to call her in right this moment. But as you can see, I am super excited to be in this brand new, beautiful space here in the headquarters of Flow Sports. This is going to be our new studio, and I am literally feeling all the vibes for this. As I mentioned, Ashley Titians is on the ground. She's actually in Orlando, Florida right now covering the U.S. Marathon trial. So we're about to bring her on at this moment. There's my girl, Ashley so happy to see you how are things going in orlando right now things in orlando are going fine
2: you know i've been here since monday and you know just been getting some content with some different brands out here and you know i I will say i've been running out here and that humidity is no joke even when it's you know the temperature isn't super hot so
0: um, yeah and then we'll just all be here to the end of the week covering the trials and I'm really pretty stoked about it. I know it's I'm super pumped. This is going to be such a great weekend for you and I can't wait to see the results from the U.S. Marathon Trials but before we dive into everything so many things have happened over this weekend so we're going to break down some of the fastest times in the world. A lot of records were taken down. We're going to break down some of our favorite moments of the weekend and of course we have to talk about marathon trials which we will talk about towards the end of the show but as always we we have a very special guest joining us today. So, Ashley, who is joining us for the Flow Track Podcast today? Yes, today we're joined by
2: Bella Whitaker of Penn, and this weekend she had a spectacular performance in the 400 at the BU John Thomas Terrier Classic. She clocked fifty-one sixty-nine to win the 400 there. I believe that was also an Ivy League record, and it currently ranks as one of the top times in the world this indoor season for 2024. So. Thank you, Bella, again, for joining us today. We're super excited to have you. Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: I'm also super excited to be here. Awesome. So, Bella, I I know we had a chance to talk about before, and I just remember watching your race video, but now that you've had some time to kind of let it sink in, it's been a couple days since you ran your blazing 51.6. How are you feeling about just what you did over this weekend?
1: Yeah, I mean, when it happened... I I had to really sit with it for a second. Um, I had like a lot of people be like, Why are you shocked? Like we knew you were gonna do something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, me too. But it's just I really had to sit with it, let it like sink in. And now, um, of course, as soon as it sinks in, then you're kinda like, Okay, what's next? Like what's what's on the what's on the agenda? What are we trying to do more? Like, so I'm already kind of eyes look into the future
2: a little bit.
0: Which is awesome, yes,
2: yeah. and now I mean, shoot, like this is obviously you know you're going through all those emotions after the weekend, but uh, I guess maybe you'd characterize this as like already off to the season, like you're off to a, a pretty breakthrough start when you look at your progression over just the past year, you know it's it's pretty easy to see how much stronger you've gotten, you know when you you set up new best last week or previously, I believe at the the Pence like ten where ran fifty two ninety six and then you drop a fifty one 69 at, you know, BU. So what would you maybe attribute some of that, um, progression and, you know, success to like, why do you think you've, you know, been able to go from that to where you are right now?
1: For sure. Um, yeah. Thinking about last indoor season, um, I was kind of still come back from injury physically, but also mentally, like I was a little tapped. Like it was not like I wasn't, it's not as if I wasn't tapped in, It's just, you kind of get out of practice and then you know coming back from injury, it's very stressful, very like expectations are really high and you know, you don't always reach them. Um, So that was kind of a tough time. Did a lot of physical and mental work to kind of get to where I am right now. Um, I was putting in um, work over the summer with my coach. We did a lot of technique based. Um, I'm not, I didn't come in as a super clean runner I muscled my way through most of my 400s. It worked for a little bit, not sustainable. Um, So I think that a lot of it is working, kind of getting that nitty gritty work in, in terms of technique and that speed work. Mm -hmm. I do attribute a lot to that, um, as well as kind of doing the mental work to kind of um, get my confidence back um, and, and know that I can kind of get back to where I was and then even surpass that.
0: Yeah, I remember. I believe Ashley texted me, and she was like, "Bella Whitaker just went 51 one nine and I said, "Where's the race video? I gotta see it." And I must say, you looked absolutely—you looked strong. Like you looked in your element, you looked confident. I know, and I had a chance to listen to your post-race interview with Phil Grove while you were on the ground and you were like, I just wanna lead from the front and you made sure to do that. And then at one point, I think after you cut in for that first 200 meters, there was like, I don't wanna say there was some pushing and shoving, but you almost had like that misstep, but you were still able to overcome that and still come across like how you did. Can you just break down from where you were from the start all the way through the finish, like what was kind of going through your head and just what were you kind of focusing on each point of that race. For sure. Um, yeah, I, I told
1: um I think I was telling my brother I was like, yeah, like I was locked in, like I was tapped in from the beginning. Like I had, like eyes on the prize. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean the first the first two hundred is always something that I struggle with because I'm not a great like get outer (laughs) like i have a hard time um really getting to that top like that top end speed quickly Mm -hmm. so that's been something we've been working on and um something that my coach told me recently this past um fall training was like i'm like you work best when you're in control Mm -hmm. when you're not panicking when like you get to control the race so that's like what we're gonna work on because we need you to be able to be in that position where you get to the through the first 200 and you are feeling good and in control and not panicking Mm -hmm. So that's definitely the goal, kind of the first 200. And then around that curve, it's a little bit of a maintain period, Um, not slowing down, but not quite, again, like pushing quite yet. Um, Obviously that little toss, I was just worried I was gonna go like off the track. So I was just like, oh no, let me just (laughs) not do that. Um, But but as soon as I get past that um, maintain um, period, I start my snowballs, what my coach and I call it, Mm. which is basically, like every 50 just getting like digging a little bit deeper getting a little bit faster mm. and so that last 150 has been super helpful um and i felt really strong really pumping the arms um definitely feeling really fit right now um and looking back at the video i was like you look fit like it's nice because i'm glad that everything's kind of coming together
0: mm-hmm. um yeah when you cross that finish line and you saw 51 what were you thinking I know you mentioned in your like I mentioned in your post-race interview you were like I was kind of expecting it so I wasn't so shocked but what was the emotion because you just put your hands on your head and you're just like oh my gosh so what were you feeling when you saw that yeah
1: um just like I was just really happy like you know when you've been working at something for a really long time obviously like lots of trials and tribulations my time here has not like then, super smooth, just with injury, and so this kind of while you while I believed that that was possible, it's different when you see the number on the screen. Mm. You're like, yeah, I just did that. That's pretty crazy. Um, so it was just kind of just in, like insane happiness, um, just like gratitude for everything. Um, my family was there, so it was just like the perfect time to just do it. Um, so yeah, super happy. <laughs>
2: Now I know, like, I feel like there's kind of, when you talk about like the BU track in particular, like there's just this allure to it. It's known as being like, obviously a super fast track. There've there've been so many great performances there. How would you just like, did it feel like just as, I feel like people, they call it like mythical or something. Did it feel just as good and like nice as people always say it is? Yeah, I,
1: um, it's, it's definitely different. It's a special track. The energy is just amazing there. And it's it's pretty small, like in terms of like, it's pretty crowded around, which I think creates this like kind of crazy energy of just excitement um, and it just feels so full in there. Um, so definitely let that um, overtake um, kind of my emotions and just feeling like, like I said, my family being there. So just, that was also extra special. Um, my sister was there, which was big. She was running later um in the afternoon and she literally took the shuttle just to come watch me race and then hopped back on the shuttle to go back to the hotel the rest of it before her mile. So that was obviously super special. Um but yeah B U is the energy is unmatched. I knew that I wanted to come here last year. I was really upset that we my my team didn't get there. Um not, and I told my coach I was like I wanna
0: go to B U. So let's let's make it happen next next year. Mm-hmm. So speaking of your sister We're huge fans of Juliet over here. And I know you, I follow Juliet on Instagram too. I need to follow you. As soon as we're done filming, I'm going to hit the follow button for you on Instagram. But it seems like you two are just so close. And I love that about you two. How did it feel just like, having your sister there but also just think about the years leading up to this moment how you two have just been running together and what was that like just having that younger sister kind of just like following I don't want to say in your footsteps but you two are both doing amazing things in the sport so what is that like just having a sister that's competing with you on the track as well
1: yeah I mean it means a lot obviously in high school we ran on the same team together had a lot of um, DMRs together a lot of Four by eights, even can you believe it? Four by eights, and four by fours. So it's really special to kind of be in this together. I mean, she's anyone who knows her knows that she's just a huge inspiration. So it's just crazy to kind of have her um, um, always there for me, and and then vice versa. And and obviously it's hard because she's at Stanford, so she's far, far away, which is which has been difficult. um, But you know, we always are or staying in close contact I mean what was so, I wanted to go to BU this weekend because I was part of the reason is because I knew she was going to be there <laughs> so I was like I never I don't get a lot of opportunities to be at the same meet besides like nationals yeah um so it's special to kind of be able to come together and like I said the whole family came um but yeah she's just a big inspiration for me the way that like for her hard work her dedication just the kind of runner she is and she's just gritty and just doesn't she has no ceiling, and she knows that um and that's just inspiring to see as her as her big sister. she's my little sister, but she's big inspiration mm-hmm.
2: now honestly, like you know when you're looking at you know the rest of your season, um you know how do you feel mentally going forward for the remainder of your indoor season?
1: I feel great i um my confidence has been slowly just kind of increasing and um, the the ba- like the bounds of what I can accomplish are just becoming just greater and greater and um, I'm just loving kind of how this season has already been setting up for itself but also what is to come so um, definitely super excited to have some big goals. Um, and yeah, we're going to ride it out. I see it how out. many, I, I've gone four for four on facility records every every race. So
0: let's just, just see how many more. Yes, <laughs> just so. keep it going, right? I love that four <laughs> for four. Now, speaking of records, you, along with the 400, you had a chance to line up with three other strong, talented ladies in the four by four. You guys broke the facility in the Ivy League record. How would you describe the connection that, you and your team have this year because it's hard to put you know four strong ladies together, but you, you ladies are doing some magical things this year. So, how would you describe the chemistry specifically for this 2024 year?
1: Yeah, um, we have great chemistry, we're hungry as ever. We are, um, wanting to put pen on the map, is what we keep saying. Um, that we can be super competitive on the national stage, um, and I think it's with me running as um as well as i am i think that's also been a lot of the girls are really excited about that for me but then also for the team it's like it's getting them really hyped um and so it's been great um running with them i knew that obviously i had a 51 400 in my legs when i was running that four by four but i was like lord i know that they're working they they were hungry they were ready so i was like i gotta do it i gotta meet them where they are and so I, I I try to put them a good split as well. But I'm definitely really proud of them. Um, they've come like a, a really long way. Um, they're starting to really I can see them believe themselves even more. Um, and just the ceiling is super high, so we're excited.
2: Now, obviously, you talked a little bit about you know you you know kind of your approach going into the remainder of the indoor season, but you know. Obviously, I feel like 2024 is a big year. Like, there's a lot of big meets going on. And, you know, we have outdoor as well. So what are some of your, maybe some of your big personal goals that you hope to accomplish this season?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously 2024, so big year, just like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my freshman year, I I did get to the trials. Um, I ran in 400. And I was, I was nervous. It was a big stage. I was a little freshman. Um, and you know, I told myself, I vowed to myself, the next time I get there, I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll act like I'm, I should be there, and mm-hmm. that I deserve to be there, and kind of um, take up space in that environment. So, that's something that I'm really excited for. Got to, the trials, um, to get to the trials, to get to the final, like I, I have big goals for myself. Um, see how close to that 50 point um, to 49 barrier I can get. Um, so definitely super excited but again it's really just be that girl on the track like it's a lot of like mentally like how tapped in can you be um so those are some goals just to
0: just to be confident in my ability i love that now we're definitely going to be at trials but before we go to trials i have to bring up this race because it's an, an historic meet that occurs at the university of pennsylvania and that's penn relays that is one of my favorite meets of all time i've had the opportunity to run at it at the high school level collegiate pro and now I get to cover it which I think is super spectacular but you guys are the home you know you guys are putting this event on it's very historic and you know I know you've been running at that meet for some time now what is so special about Penn Relays and just how does it feel to just be the school and the program that puts on this historic meet every year
1: yeah it's huge I mean I, in high school, I, I was one of the many high schools that made their way to Penn Relays every year, um, but it's different when you're the home team. It's very very different. I I have a whole like everyone knows Penn Relays here. Like my my friends who are athletes, they'll they'll make their way to that track for Penn Relays. Like they understand how exciting it is and how I, and I just love the fact that Penn Relays kind of reaches outside of the track world to um, to the people who are just my my classmates and um, and it's just there's nothing more special than like wearing the Penn uniform and running around that track because every random person will cheer for you. Like I've never heard like they don't know me but they see pen. so they're like okay like let's, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. They're go go back. and I'm like okay like it's just a great it's a great environment to be a part of as a Penn athlete. Um, and I think we our four by fours look it's gonna be hungry like I said mm-hmm. we're we're gonna go for that gold so um, we're excited.
2: Now, Bella, before we let you go, we usually ask this kind of like a variation of this question to most of our guests that come on here. We want you to pick and give your reason why do you like do you prefer either indoor track track? I know we're in that season right now. Or do you prefer outdoor track better? And why? Ooh,
1: that's hard. That's hard. Um, I'm gonna be controversial and give a hot take. I kind of like indoor track. Um, because of how we're forced to be in a very enclosed space like I said for BU so the energy is there mm-hmm. um and I really enjoy that I also like love a 300 like I just love to throw in a little 300 so the off of that's kind of fun to do
0: <laughs> um <laughs> just yeah so I would say indoor yeah indoor just- that's very, very interesting. I love that. Super excited for you, Bella. Congratulations on everything that you've accomplished. I know Ashley and I, we, our eyes are out looking for you and everything that you do. And we're just so happy you were able to join us today. So thank you so much for your time and best wishes to you. You're competing at Clemson. I think next, do you know what you're running at Clemson?
1: um yeah i'll do another open four and
0: a four by four four by four and four gotta love the the duo right there so bella thank you so much for joining us and wishing you all the best take care thank you so much bye bye awesome i loved speaking with bella she's just an amazing human and just as we saw like dropped a whole second off of what she did you know, already into the season and already off to a very fast and strong start. So we're wishing her all the best. Bella's not the only one that had a really big weekend. There were so, oh my gosh, there were so many things. But I know, Ashley, you have been, like, glued to the computer around BU. So I'm going to kick it off to you. What were some of your highlights from the weekend from that meet?
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure, Liv. I, like, I spent my whole weekend watching BU. Like, I didn't do anything (laughs) else. Like, that's literally all I did. Yeah. I think I watched like every big thing that happened. And the, like you said, there were so many. And before we dive into, you know, talking obviously about the Olympic marathon trials, like we would, it would be wrong if we didn't mention that everything big that happened. And I think probably the biggest performance for me, I mean, obviously the one that stands out I think the most to a lot of people is Nico Young's sub 13, 5K new NCAA collegiate record. The first collegiate ever under 13 minutes for indoors and outdoors. He clocked twelve fifty seven fourteen. 14 in the 5k which honestly like i'm not surprised it's nico young and we know he's been throwing down some ridiculous workouts at 7,000 feet of altitude in flagstaff and so i think we were just kind of waiting almost for something like that to happen in the right conditions however he did not take the win in that race it was adrian wild shoe who actually won this race at bu he set a new south african record of 12 56 76 um and it, it was an incredible race because adrian kind of he came around on like with a hundred meters to go, and mm-hmm. he because Miko had been in the lead, and they kind of had a foot race to the finish, but it was very it was definitely a very interesting race to watch for four because. Again, so many fast times. It's BU,
0: such loaded yeah. fields.
2: It's pretty impressive.
0: Yeah. So many great performances from BU. And I'm gonna take it to the Strava meet. That's another meet that we had an opportunity to watch. Lots of world leader world leaders there. You had Lieke Claver, who runs a fifty-fifty-four in the four hundred meters, Iwa Sabota, who I'm a huge fan of in that sixty meters, went seven oh seven for a new meet record. And then you also had Friwani Halu, who runs the number six all-time Mile at four seventeen, absolutely ridiculous. And I know we had a chance. You know, we were watching. Speaking of seven oh seven, LSU Brianna Liston. Oh my goodness, just ties the the LSU record of seven oh seven in her season debut. Ashley, that's yeah,
2: wild. That's pretty legit.
0: Pretty legit, legit stuff. I mean,
2: it's it's crazy to me. I, I think you and I were both like chatting the whole weekend, yeah, like, back and forth texting. It was like every second I like took my my eyes away from my laptop or social media or my my streams I was watching, like something big happened. Like so many things happened. I just like I, it was
0: hard to keep track of it, you know? Yeah, and I, I love, again, I just love indoor because I get to see the sprinters really put some big fast times. But I think it gets even more elevated as it's an Olympic year. Like it's just mind-blowing To think if we were to think last year, I don't know if we would have been seeing a 707 as a season debut, but a lot of these athletes are so laser focused. We talked to Bella, she's like, I am focused and I'm just, I deserve to be competing at, you know, the Olympic trials. I'm trying to strive for that 50 point now, 49 to put myself in the mix. These athletes are ready to go laser focused. So I'm not surprised now, just knowing the times that we're seeing. So seven Oh seven season debut, it just gets better from here. But again, we have to talk about Jamecia Ford, Ashley. I feel like every episode, we just need to just plug in Jamesia. Yeah, This freshman is just insane. Um, and I know we, I feel like we say this every week, but we've seen her compete in North Carolina as a high schooler doing extraordinary things now as a game cock 51 in that 400 meters, twenty-two fifty-eight in the 200 and also split 50 seconds in the four by four just strong. I mean,
2: I mean, I think I said this to so like a long, maybe when she had her season debut and she ran one of like the fastest 300s, like. Um, I think for her age group, I believe. And I I think I said there, I was like, she needs to be like someone we're watching to win or potentially, you know, be within that top three at NCAAs in a, in a 400, you know, like, and I think we're seeing that like, she is consistently putting out these elite level times, times that rank among some of the best, not just in the NCAA, but in the world. And so, um, Again, I'm not I'm like not shocked at this point. I'm, I'm like, not you know what? Either. Jamesia Ford is definitely going to be a highlight every weekend, in my opinion. Like, that's kind of my prediction. And, yeah, again, she, like, had a great performance and super exciting to see, for sure, from a true freshman.
0: If you don't have Jamisia Ford right now as someone to win the 400 indoor title, I need you to really break things down and ask yourself <laughs> why you don't have yep. her on there. Because she definitely needs to be as as – she's definitely a contender for me. I know in the beginning it's always hard – and I think for sprinters, I see what you post as your season opener, but I'm like, what can you do to back that up? And she's completely backed it up week after week after week. And she's just going to, I feel like going to continue to rise. So, Jamisia Ford doing great things. Noah Lyles, 663 in the 60 meters at the Florida Collegiate Invitational, opened up his season. And then Toby Amusain in the hurdles also from Nigeria in Astana, went 777 in the 60 meter hurdles. So, again off to great fast performances and it's just going to get better yes ashley well i did you see the noah lyle's race did you watch it did i see Noah Lyles race yes let's talk about it yeah let's talk about that start i kind
2: of want to let's talk about it for one second i want to talk about that start for a second yeah. because i think you and i both obviously saw that race yes. and he was like last out of the blocks let's you know i mean obviously it's a season opener but um there's two different takeaways I think you could say about this because I think a lot of people were talking about this on social media when we posted this video online is mm-hmm. a yes he was the last one out of the blocks he didn't have a great start but the way he was able to make that up you know when he and still come away with the win um, shows obviously that he has that top end speed and he can get to that top end speed quickly even when he's behind so again no allows just just clean it up a little bit and then like that's all you need to do
0: just clean up yeah speaking from Ashley Tishins yes. all you have to do is just clean it up a little bit yes. I agree and the thing is once you it's fine now do I rather it happen now at a meet in Florida not at trials not the Olympics get this out of the way of course it's the first race you're getting the rust off the last time he competed you know prefontaine was that the last one Last race, yeah, yeah, I believe. Um, yeah. So it, it was some time since then, and it's just putting all the pieces together. But when it comes down to the trials, you can't have those kind of kinds of hiccups. So I'd rather it get done now, put it behind us, move forward. But moving forward, just we need to clean it up just a little bit. <laughs> Don't be the. Just we need to work on just reaction, <laughs> um, and also being explosive from the start because there are some guys that are looking to claim. You know that hundred meter title at USA's, and you know Olympic medals are on the line, so just gotta sharpen it up. Oh, yeah. Are there any other performances besides the ones we talked about that caught your attention? or we pretty much nailed it. Oh gosh, I mean, there's sure. I
2: know there's. Plenty I know there's, other there's things probably so, so about, much but more. I know we also. But we also i know labeled this as a u.s olympic marathon trials preview show so i'm like yes. oh gosh i don't even know if we should go into everything but maybe quickly i'll just i'll put down a couple more performances just some bullet points from bu if you just in case you missed it mm-hmm. colin solomon wins the men's mile in 3:53.17, legit time there you also have kimberly may of providence she shocked herself and ran a number seven all-time mile um, for the for collegiate history, and she ran four twenty seven eighty five there. Which I mean, if you've seen race pictures from after that race, she was just completely shocked. And then Sammy Watson, she won the
0: women's five hundred in a world lead of one hundred nine ninety. Great fantastic so again lots of big performances across the board but again as Ashley mentioned this is the preview show for marathon trials it's a big weekend for a lot of athletes already we've had some breaking news also going into this weekend but as I mentioned Ashley is currently in Orlando right now I'm holding down the fort here in Austin as best as I can but Ashley let's just talk about the weather and what are some of the big headlines just going into this weekend I know that was the biggest thing and I'm just like I know you were texting me Went for a run this morning. I'm like, there's I'm praying for y'all. I really am. (laughs) This is not fun to be running in right now. Yeah, so like
2: this is how it is. If you're looking at the originally when you know all of this was getting organized, the trials, and you know, there was this, you know, obviously the huge push to get things changed from, you know, it was originally supposed to start at noon in in january in orlando but then it got moved back the start time for the marathon to 10 a.m um thanks to you know a lot of the athletes coming together to um lobby with that with you for USATF. but thankfully okay this is how i kind of see it yes like you said olivia i went out for a run this morning i was like gosh i'm like drowning in my own sweat because it's so humid and i'm not used to that but i will say it looks like I will say the temperature though, like it's not like it's 70 degrees, you know, and it's not going to be 70 degrees when these athletes are running either on Saturday. If you're looking at the current forecast, so the race starts at 10 a.m. Eastern, it'll be 58 degrees at that time. And then when you go two hours past that to noon, it's going to be 66. So yes, you will see the temperature increase almost 10 degrees over the course of the marathon. But honestly, for Orlando, I feel like that's like not too bad. And the humidity won't be nearly as bad as. I was dying in earlier today, I think it's going to be (laughs) 68% humidity at the start and then 50% by noon. So, because I know we've been, this week, I've been doing some, you know, been talking with some of the athletes already um, competing at the trials and they're all like, Oh, fingers crossed. Like, it looks like the forecast won't be as deadly as you know, we were expecting. So there is a potential where if if it feels comfortable enough we can see pretty fast races which i think a lot of us were expecting to see more tactical races considering this was in orlando and you know considering some of the weather conditions
0: Mm -hmm. have you seen any athletes spotting i know you've been hanging out with some of the athletes but any major key players sightings yet while being in orlando
2: i have not i've not had any major key player sightings but you know me i've always had my eyes on the lookout but i have been I'm hanging out with some of the tracks with athletes who are going to be competing. So that's been
0: fun. Um, But yeah, no, no big sightings yet, but trust me, I'm on the lookout on the lookout. (laughs) Okay. So big news to kind of kick off the day. Um, Jared Ward, a 2016 Olympian, and the sixth place marathon finisher in Rio made the decision late last night, which was Tuesday to pull out of the U S Olympic marathon trials this weekend in Orlando. Um, I, I wonder how many more we're going to see. And I I don't know the extent of like the reason being behind it. Um, but I wonder how many athletes are going to start pulling for whatever reason. Um, I don't know if it has to do with the conditions or whatever, but that I think is a huge hit. Um, I feel like, Jared Ward is you an know, exceptional athlete as well and has been having opportunities to train with some elite runners, so could set himself up to have a great run. Um, but it's just tough to read things like that, especially when a lot of these athletes have been training for this moment and then to kind of just step away, kind of last minute leading up to trials. But let's go ahead and make our top picks. Let's start with the ladies first. Ashley. Oh, man. Uh, Do you want to kick it off or do you want me to kick it off? Like I can kick it off. Top two, top three, top two, top three.
2: Oh man. You know, when I, when we had to like, when we both were like, Hey, let's make our picks on this podcast. At first in my mind, I'm like, Oh yeah. Like I'll be easily able to pick out three easily. And then I sat here on my notes and I was like, gosh, I don't know if I can pick three. Like it's, it's actually like, I feel like a harder pick than maybe you would think. But you know, if you're looking at the women's side, I do feel like there are some veterans and some, you know, athletes that have been so consistent over the past, you know, three, four years that should likely be up at the front. And those three names that come to mind for me are going to be Emily Sisson, Kira D'Amato and Sarah Hall as well. Um, okay. like I mentioned, they've been consistent for so long. Um, I mean, you have Emily, she, who's you know, she's an American record holder in the marathon and she's been, um, you know, she's been just ever since she even debuted at the marathon, she's been crazy fast. Um, and so I've seen her race in Chicago and she had a good day there. And I think she's someone that's going to be looking not just to finish top three, but to win this marathon potentially as well. Mm-hmm. Then you have Kira D'Amato. She's raced at the world championships. Um, you know, she's had so many records as well. You know, that's the American records and like the marathon, and the half have kind of shifted, you know, a little bit, but she's had some of those records before. Um, and then Sarah Hall, I mean, she's a veteran, like she, has been on this team USA stage plenty of times and she's still running elite times. And so I think that when you combine some of that experience and consistency up at the front, like, I think these three women could be the ones to come away with those, those trips to Paris.
0: Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of on the same page. Might be a couple athletes off. I agree with Emily Sisson, especially, you know, coming in as the American record holder in this event. Also the previous American half marathon record holder before Wayne Kalati just broke it recently this year. Kira D'Amato. I feel like even though she took a nine year break from running competitively, I feel like she's still one of the top us marathoners in this event. But I, my third Spot. I'm kind of leaning toward Betsy Cena. Like, that's kind of where I'm leaning. I have Sarah okay. Hall and Mo- Molly Seidel kind of in the mix. Like, I can see them, and I wouldn't be surprised if, like, one of those three girls just, like, shifted. Um, But I feel like with Betsy, like, she was fifth at the Tokyo Marathon in 2023. She went 221. At the Real Olympics, she was fifth in the 10K. In the 2023 Sydney Marathon, she was the champion there in 226. I feel like she has the experience knows how to compete so i'm not going to count her out that's why i'm voting for betsy here team betsy that's not a bad pick like not at all like you said she looks like i'm pulling up her world
2: athletics profile right now yeah she ran 221 in tokyo in march of last year and she ran 226 and won the sydney marathon last september so yeah she could be someone honestly like you said that maybe people aren't thinking about you know maybe one of those that like maybe this is the downfall of covering marathons but sometimes some of those same names are I feel like are thrown around all the time and so maybe you know uh, she could she could definitely be up there I agree yeah
0: I'm just curious about how this race is going to unfold like obviously weather is going to play a fact a factor and I know we talked about this multiple times how like Women tend to just like go out, kind of do their thing, men kind of run tactical. So now I'm thinking this is definitely going to be tactical because everybody's going to be underneath the same condition and it's just gonna be tough. I I will stop you there, I will stop you there because you disagree. I will say, like. Let's be real.
2: Like the weather isn't going to be awful. Like it, it's, it's probably going to be pretty good for, you know, what we're, you know, all things considered. Yeah. And then you also have to think the men's race, they're chasing that 211.30. They got to run 211.30, that third guy, or else he's not going to go to the Olympics. I believe that's my understanding of the rules. And so like, um, yeah,
0: cause of the standard they, they kinda time have to make
2: it fast. So if you're being smart, you kind of have to make it fast.
0: Oh, this is going to be real interesting. <laughs> this is going to be, uh, huh. Very if, if they
2: have to well they have to run under 21130 if they haven't done it already basically. right
0: you mm-hmm. know so it's it's kind of the majority have to like really push himself. honestly
2: i feel like the way to sorry not to like i feel like i feel like the the smart way to do it you just got to make it an honest race like don't do anything insane but make it an honest race like an honest effort i think that's what's going to benefit all these athletes in at the end of the day and so i think that's what they got to do
0: okay with that being said let's shift to the the men i think we're both on the same page here you know conor man's clayton young where i'm like okay cool they just got to make sure they run the race they already hit the standard they're good to go the next question becomes what happens next and again anything again anything happens at trials i'm just like best case scenario these are the two guys that are going to be up there so what do you think is going to happen next (laughs) (laughs) better question
2: okay i again i agree like i think Connor manson clayton young as long as they nothing goes wrong and they run their races like they're going to be top two i know we you know our own brian dial had a chance to go out and film a workout with them a couple weeks ago in, in orlando leading up to the trials and i don't know if you saw that workout olivia it's on our youtube page but they do, they like killed an eight-mile marathon pace run and it was absolutely insane. I think Connor Mans closed his final eighth mile was like four nineteen or something like that. And they um had been kind of cruising in the around four forty or so for the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh so I definitely think they're in like shape and they're like raring to go and they're really ready for for this race this weekend. And like you said, I think they're kind of that top two. Now when you like you said, things get a little hairy when you like look at the when you you go to that third spot there because I feel like they're definitely it's kind of open, you know. Like there's no one I see where I'm like, oh, they're definitely going to earn that third spot or, um, you know, any clear favorite there. Like I I, I have some names in mind. So like maybe you'll see like a Scott Bob will get into that mix or. CJ Albertson, you know, CJ Albertson has an interesting story where he ran marathons in back-to-back weeks in December and ran 211.09 at CIM and then 211.08 in Mexico the following week. And, um, you know, he's someone that could have that strength to run a fast marathon, you know, when feeling maybe fatigued and maybe when the weather isn't in your favor. So maybe I'll lean CJ Albertson, but I don't know. Mm. I I really don't know. And then obviously there's Galen Rupp too in the mix because, you know, he's been around this for so long. Let's talk about our guy.
0: Galen Rupp here. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, I think we need to have a conversation. I'm yeah, a huge fan of Galen Rupp. And I've said this multiple times. I've told you this off camera. I I feel like this year has just been kind of been a little bumpy. And I feel like this just needs to be the best race that he's had all season. Could it happen? Potentially. We don't know until we see him toe the line in Orlando. I'm I'm rooting for him. That's what I'm going to say. I'm rooting for him.
2: Yeah, it's going to be interesting because if you, I mean, if you do look at what he did, like he did run a good race in Chicago in October. I mean, he ran two eight 48. That's like a, that was a pretty solid race for him. He Hadn't had a really, you know, he hadn't ran a marathon in a while, I believe. And then, um, so he at least has that, that he can maybe look back to and take some confidence from, and then, um, you know, he did run that Houston half earlier, you know, just a few weeks ago. Um, in January and he, I think he finished 14th there, but he ran 62 37, I believe, which isn't too shabby of a time. And so I, it's going to be interesting. Like, obviously he's one who has of these American, you know, of these guys in the, the men's field, like he's definitely has the most experience. Like that's, that's a pretty easy call out there, but if anyone, he, he knows how to do it on the day. And I definitely wouldn't be surprised if he's that third spot. That's Mm -hmm. for sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, so on race day, he'll be 37, just still trucking along. That's fantastic. Let's talk about dark horses. I almost want to put Galen rep as my, my dark horse, as someone that could make his way in there. And like you (laughs) said, like you said, experience, experience is great, but it can only get you so far. You know what I mean? It can only get you so far. So it has to just be done. It has to be done on Saturday, but I think Paul Chalimo for me is. Someone that I could potentially uh, Paul see Paul Cholimo. Cholimo, yeah, can sneak in there and potentially surprise a lot of people. That's just kind of my pick.
2: Yeah, can we can we talk about Paul Cholimo for a second? Because yeah. he absolutely for me is not not only is he a dark horse for me, but I also believe I like a hundred percent could believe that he'll make this team. Like honestly, if if I'm in my heart of hearts, obviously I just said <laughs> that I don't know who's gonna make the, that third spot, but in my heart of hearts, I could see him like. I think he could finish top three and that may be a huge hot take, but I really don't think so because if you're looking at what Paul Cholimo has done throughout the course of his career, I mean, he's had a storied distance career and, you know, I've been doing some digging and obviously he, qual- this will be his, it's an interesting scenario, right? Because this will be his first marathon ever. He has yes. never ran a marathon. This will be his marathon debut. He qualified for this based on running a halftime. Right. And I mean, he's like, hey, why not? I'm going to give this a shot and see what happens. And, um, you know, I think, again, I, I did some research and I think I saw that his coaches think like he's, you know, he's looking to run like 208 or something like that, which I mean, that would put them right up there at the very top of that field if, you you know, if he's able to do that. And I'm really excited to see it happen. I'm a big fan of Paul Chaleno. So I'm just going to throw him in there. It's like, yeah, he's a dark
0: horse, but I could also realistically see him getting in top three. Will we see Wayne Kalati vibes here, where it was like, oh, season debut in the half marathon, oh, and I'm just going to break the American record. Good Why point. not for Paul here? First marathon Honestly, ever in our life, and let's just good, do something
2: insane. That's a good comparison, I think, because I, you know, like I again, I want to be surprised. I mean he's won medals on the track, you know, in the Olympics at the 5K level. So now um, I think he has that kind of range. And yeah, I mean, again, Wendy Kaladi I think surprised a lot of people when she broke the, the American record in that half in her in her debut. And then she, you know, a week later won World, or not World Cross, Team USA Cross. So I could definitely see that happening. I like, again, I like the comparison.
0: Yeah, it's going to be an exciting race for sure. Like you said, a lot of these athletes are chasing after they have to get the standard and you got to get, you know, as close as you can to that top three. Otherwise, they just keep going down. So it's going to be exciting. Again, Ashley will be on the ground for this covering the marathon trials. Um, So it's going to be exciting. Ashley, any other thoughts around marathon?
2: Well, I'm trying to think. I do think there's some other interesting storylines. If you don't mind, if we just no. go talk about them for a minute, because I think go it'd ahead. be interesting. Another athlete who will making her marathon debut is Jenny Simpson this weekend. Yes, which is, to Jenny. Me, yeah, intriguing storyline because obviously she's, you know, one of the most storied fifteen hundred meter runners in American distance running for the women ever, and now she's going to be doing this marathon this weekend. And I, I know she's, I, I believe she's really looking forward to it, and you know, this is definitely something new for her. At, you know, at this point in her career. And I'm really excited to see what she does as well.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be. I'm excited to see what she does. Debut's coming out, veterans coming out. The weather is gonna be fun, so it's gonna be exciting. Outside of marathon trials, I know your brain's probably all over that. But if you're also looking to see what other events are going on this weekend, there's a lot of state championships happening. Uh, Corey and I broke down Alabama, Delaware. I feel like there's one more. Uh, I know New Jersey groups are happening this week. Rhode Island. We have World Athletic Tours kicking off, too. So there's a couple over this weekend, too, to stay tuned. Ashley, am I missing anything? Lots of state championships. It's crazy to think state oh, championships man. are rolling. I know your brain is like, marathon yes. trials right
2: now. <laughs> well, no, no, you're fine. And there are other things, too. Like, I, you know, I believe um let's see i'm pulling up the schedule here for our, our live events um you're also going to have a meet at, at bu there you are gonna have the bruce lee and scarlet white invite so that'll be live as well and i believe we have a meet in albuquerque to the new mexico collegiate classic which should be interesting as well as i believe the celebration point indoor classic so In the East Coast Invitational. Yes. The list goes on. I keep like, I'm like looking down the schedule. I'm like, oh, there's another one Yeah, and another one. But you know, everybody's eyeballs are going to be on this.
0: Everyone's eyeballs are going to be on the marathon trials this weekend. For sure. That's where my brain will be. For sure. Everything. All right. Well, Ashley, thank you so much for tuning in. Calling live. I can't wait for next week. Well, you'll be, yeah, next week you'll be in studio with me, which will be awesome in the new spot um so as always you guys thank you so much for joining us please like subscribe stay tuned to the site also for just all the content ashley is going to be grabbing so much information for you and putting out some really great stuff so stay tuned to all that thank you guys so much for joining us and we'll see you again next week